Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 26th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. I was on the road yesterday for Thanksgiving, not live, but on Wednesday we were indeed live. We're live today, Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. It is Black Friday, they claim. And uh, all I can tell you is uh, your money will be going out the door if you fall for all the getting and spending lies of the holidays. They want you to believe there's good deals everywhere. It's only partially true. Trust me, if they weren't making a mint of money, they would never have the Black Fridays in the first place. So, yeah, you might get a good deal here and there. But the truth is they're making plenty of money. It's one of the biggest shopping days of the year. Now, I know right after big, you know, massive Black Friday, they say Saturday is the time for small business. I would recommend you support small businesses all the time, 24-7 anyway. Nevertheless, I think that, uh, you know, shopping for the holidays, good idea. Being frugal with your money and wise and careful and conscientious about your gifts, necessary. Uh, Black Friday getting and spending, I would reject completely. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you had a delightful Thanksgiving as I did, full of God, family, and country. It was just absolutely delightful. Now, I know the Native Americans and some are tricked into thinking that Thanksgiving is a day of mourning. We reject that notion as well. Remember, America has had a troubled past in many ways. That's factual. Don't back away from it. Don't pretend it's not true, and don't ignore it. But acknowledge the big picture that even though there's been some mistakes we've made and some tragedies along the way, America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, the greatest country on the face of the earth, has brought more liberty, more safety, more stability, more prosperity, more liberty to more people in the history of the world than any other country bar none. Welcome to the broadcast. A quick recap of Wednesday's show. We talked about the jury awarded $26 million in the Charlottesville Unite the Right rally, civil case, CBS News. And it's a disaster. Most of those people are so broke they'll never be able to pay. Um, Understand it was a slap lawsuit. Slap means S-L-A-P-P. Strategic lawsuit against public participation. Their goal is to bankrupt these groups It wasn't about obtaining justice or accountability or honor at all. Big money literally attacked these people. I don't agree with some of these people's beliefs, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? But I will tell you this. I will defend their right to believe as they choose. And that's the problem here is we want to use these slap lawsuits to truly chill free speech. As President Donald Trump said, there were both troublemakers and good people on both sides of the conflict. He's right about that. We talked about uh, really the real question, in my opinion, that the patriots need to ask or the right or whatever group you want to call them. 
were federal agents or assets of the federal government present at the Charlottesville Unite the Right rally? And if so, what were they there for and what did they do while there? Yep. All right. We need to talk about this federal agent FBI quietly dropped January 6th provocateur for the most wanted list. Ray Epps' story could shatter the entire government narrative on this thing. We talked about the Ray Epps uh, story uh, a couple of weeks ago, and boy, howdy, is it a barn burner discussion. We talked about Kyle Rittenhouse backs Black Lives Matter during interview, says it's not about race at all, it's about self-defense. Shame on Kyle for backing Black Lives Matter. Kyle Rittenhouse accuses Joe Biden of malice and defamation. Yeah, Trump suggested the tween or the teen was a white supremacist, and the battle's on. When did you ever see a president literally attack an individual citizen, a young man no less, a minor when the case occurred or the a- event occurred? What a tragic situation. Now that Kyle fighting back uh, at President Biden, uh, Donald Trump deciding to meet with Kyle. Why would Donald Trump meet with Kyle in the first place? Very strange stuff. Anyway, we played the Ron Paul report, and we tied the reality of, you know, foreign affairs are a confusing mess. You don't know which sides are the good guys or the bad guys. Same thing starting to happen domestically. You don't even know who's who anymore, do you? That's exactly the way they want it, by the way. We talked about Joe Biden gets popped by a little girl after he leans in and touches her. She freaks and thinks he's a creeper, and she smacks him. (laughs) And he deserves every bit of it. Whacked out Grandpa Joe needs to be stopped. Uh, second hour, we had on Casey Whalen, North Idaho exposed, doing a great job. He went to the Bonner County Courthouse in Idaho. He was detained for not wearing a mask. The problem is they never charged him with anything. They just let him go. And there's a big problem. So we're trying to get a hold of Daryl Wheeler. He's the Bonner County Sheriff there to say, you know what? You got to stand up for Casey's rights. Can they just literally do that? Arrest you? Um throw you in the cell for a little bit and harass you, rough you up, and then let you go with no crime, uh, no harm, no foul. They click. Is that what we're going to tolerate in America these days? What crime? Oh, trespass, huh? Uh, guilty. Can't, can't go into the courts for a year. On what charges? On what grounds? What law was broken? We're trying to dig into that and find out. We'll keep an eye on that case just for you, Casey Whalen. Uh, doing a great job. North Idaho Exposed. Look for him on Facebook and Twitter and uh, YouTube and everywhere else. The law enforcement powers held by the sheriff, ladies and gentlemen, supersedes those of any agent officer or elected official or employee from any level of government when in the jurisdiction of the county sheriff. We don't think the sheriff's a king. We just think jurisdictionally that matters, ladies and gentlemen. The vertical separation of powers in the Constitution makes it very clear that the power of the sheriff even supersedes the powers of the President of the United States while in his county jurisdiction. If it weren't so, ladies and gentlemen, what do we even need states and or counties for at all? Huh? All right, just wondering. That's a recap of the broadcast that took place on Wednesday. Hope you had a delightful Thanksgiving. Our guest, Chris Carlson, every Friday on your radio. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Hope you and your family had a delightful Thanksgiving, sir. We did, Sam, and thank you for um, 
asking and wishing that. Without God, Sam, we can never win. With, with God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir. Roger that, sir. A discussion of all things liberty starts now. Any comment on uh, any of the previous uh, things we covered before we <clears throat> tackle the topic of today, sir? Well, it looks like they're going to use Rittenhouse as a political pawn to advance their agenda and to further divide America, which they always do. So be careful. Watch out for that. Don't fall for the, the bait. Don't take the bait, as it were. Uh, just maintain your solid uh, constitutional God-fearing position as a uh, God-fearing American, and we'll be just fine. We don't need to go off on tangents. We need, don't need to ally ourselves with uh, with people. We need to ally ourselves and align ourselves with God because he is the hope for the future of this nation, not individuals, not presidents, not politicians, not bureaucrats. That's my advice. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Kyle already falling for the pawn um scapegoat scenario as he basically doubles down and backs Black Lives Matter in his effort to um, escape the label that Joe Biden's already put on him. Really at the heart of this is your right to keep and bear arms, ladies and gentlemen, which is codified in the Second Amendment. But really, it's not your right to keep and bear arms that we're defending. That's just kind of the expression of that right. You really have an inalienable, God-given right of self-defense. And that's kind of the critical component here that we need to understand we cannot let our rights be stripped, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, aside, any of these individualistic cases aside. We need to stand for our God-given rights, uh, and we need to stand for them boldly, nobly, and independently. And most importantly, we need education for people to understand what they really are. If you don't know your rights, you can't keep them, uh, is the general point. All right, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the cover-up crimes of vaccine maker Pfizer is uh, the discussion just another too big to fail american corporation gary g coles wrote the article he's a medical doctor and he wrote it on lourockwell.com it was written some months ago but it's probably even more poignant today than the few months ago when it was written chris yeah because pfizer just approved well the the fda just approved a pfizer drug uh for COVID 19 for children ages 5 through 11. And when that announcement was made, I knew that I had to do something uh, to alert my neighbors and friends about this potential catastrophe. When it was just adults, I suppose I should have been just as concerned with adults and teenagers, but anyway. So that's what it's about. Yeah, Pfizer uh, holds the record, Sam, for the largest fine paid for a health care fraud lawsuit filed in the U.S. Department of Justice. Pfizer paid $2.3 billion in fines, penalties, and settlements for illegal marketing claims. That's one of the opening statements here in this article. $2.3 billion in crimes, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that number. But yet the government routinely partners with this criminal organization that literally, they were involved in illegal marketing claims. But now the government literally participates, right? On one hand, the U.S. Department of Justice fined them. On the other hand, you've got the FDA and all these other government agencies literally working with these massive drug companies. Let's cover it. LouRockwell.com with the article. Gary G. Cole's medical doctor, the author. 
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. They call it another company too big to fail. We're talking about the covered-up crimes of vaccine maker Pfizer. Uh, the article's in lewrockwell.com. Gary G. Cole's medical doctor authored the piece. Pfizer is one of the largest multinational pharmaceutical companies on the planet, ladies and gentlemen. They're involved in drug making and vaccine making, and they have special privilege to say the least. Pfizer has faced literally hundreds of thousands of lawsuits just in the United States for fraudulent marketing and medical injuries caused by their, quote, super profitable drugs. Pfizer holds the record, ladies and gentlemen, for the largest fine paid. And I guess the Department of Justice filed a fraud lawsuit because they were involved in fraudulent marketing claims. Literally $2.3 billion. Uh, what you've got is a racket going on here, Chris, where on one hand you got the FDA and these uh, government agencies literally partnering with Pfizer and big drug companies like this, protecting them. Congress involved by giving them a pass, no liability, no accountability whatsoever. Uh, the taxpayers fit or foot the bill. Uh, and then what you have is, on the other hand, the Justice Department sues them for fraudulent marketing from time to time. And the deal is kind of a quid pro quo where it's like, hey, we'll partner with you, promote you, pass your drugs, give you favors, special privilege. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to act like we're getting 
to the truth and saving and protecting American people. On the back of it, we're going to strip you of a chunk of change, but we're going to make sure you get way more than we strip you on the back end for. Uh, and it's the typical pattern of government uh, in bed with these organizations, uh, in what I would call a Ponzi scheme. Hey, we'll make you $10 billion. We'll then fight and pretend we're you know, holding you accountable and getting $2 million back, and we'll do it over and over and over and over. It's a scam, Chris. It creates the illusion that there is accountability, which there isn't, Sam. I'd be more than happy if I was a multi-billionaire to pay millions of dollars in fines to make sure that my operation keeps running. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Even a dummy like I can figure out that that's a good investment or a return on investment. But, yeah, and we've got a whole list. I think there are about 13 different drugs over the years that Pfizer's manufactured and some of the side effects and some of the illegal activities uh, appertaining to those drugs. I don't know if you want to go through them all. but Yeah, uh, I do. You know, I at least want to name them all. Go ahead, <clears throat> sir. Okay, so we got Celebrex and Bextra. Um, Celebrex and Bextra generated 7,000 lawsuits, Sam, and a $894 million settlement. So that's real money. You know, a million dollars here, a million dollars there. Pretty soon you're talking about real money, right? <laughs> Because apparently their Celebrex and Bextra drugs, and I'm not even sure what they're, they're used for, ca- caused cardiovascular deaths and injuries. Okay, we're seeing the same. We're seeing history repeat itself. By the way, you know what's the um, <clears throat> the uh, the coronavirus vaccine doing to people? It's causing cardiovascular injuries, right, and deaths. So we've got um, like Lyrica, uh, Gedeon. Some of these names are a little tough to pronounce, so be patient with me. And Zyox, okay? And apparently they caused false claims to, or okay, I guess Pfizer caused false claims to be submitted to government health care programs for uses that were not medically accepted indications. Okay, you got Neurontin. Uh, they did pay out $142 million in settlements uh, for committing racketeering fraud. You got... Um, but, but you got to ask yourself every time when they pay out a big chunk like that, how much did they make on the fraud, much, on the lies? Yeah. And when the government partnered with them and approved these drugs, right, you got to ask that question, too. On one hand, government approves these drugs and partners in the scam. Then later the fines happen. But how much money was made versus how much fines? And you're going to find, I don't have the exact numbers, but you're going to find at least a 10 to 1, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, especially when you've got uh, Medicare and Medicaid uh, paying for these prescription drugs for the people who use them. And we think that's a great program. But what it does is, like, like we've talked about in the past, Sam, it causes, um, it causes a, a conflict of interest or moral hazard, as we've uh, labeled it. So you've got, you've got the promotion for profits without serious accountability and of course, that's a no-brainer. Any business person uh, would want to sell his or her drugs um, in in a market-free environment where they don't have to compete uh, or they don't have to uh, be held to complete accountability. Only these operating costs, which I call them, uh, and they don't really care about if people die or get injured by them, because the the government, not the free market, is driving their profit-making centers. And unfortunately, the people at the heads of these corporations, the CEOs, tend not to be God-fearing Christians. And that's another aspect of this moral hazard uh, situation that we're talking about. So we can the go sad on. Part, 
the sad part, ladies and gentlemen, is it's the swamp against the rest of us. And let me explain. Uh, you know what? Ronald Reagan, back in 86, is the group that really put together this um, scenario where we're going to protect all these uh, pharmaceutical companies from liability. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to say, hey, you know what? It's called the Vaccine Injury Compensation Fund. It's already paid out well over $4 billion uh, when vaccines go wrong since 1986. But it was Ronald Reagan and the Congress that passed that, making sure that, hey, these vaccine companies, they'll never have any liability. The taxpayers are on the hook. It's all secret courts that pay out the money anyway, so the American people don't really get wind of it. Most people don't even know this is happening. Uh, But they tell you that vaccines are safe and effective, but yet they create this zero liability by government edict uh, for these companies, special protection. And then when things do go wrong, they have secret courts and secret payout plans where it's, um, you know, it's law and it's public. It's if you dig, you can find it. But because the media never covers it because there's special courts they go to um, because the handouts oftentimes have gag orders or other can't talk about it provisions in place. You end up with this this scenario, uh, and this is where um, really, for the most part, uh, it all started. I mean, it happened before this to some degree, but this is when the, the wheels really came off and the scam really kind of perfected itself, uh, starting with Ronald Reagan. And then, of course, all presidents, both sides of the aisle and the swamp have carried it forward. Even Donald Trump now with his fast tracking uh, of the, quote, Operation Warp Speed, took this to new heights we've never seen before chris yeah but other than that ronald reagan was a great conservative president other than the fact that he did help to create the national childhood vaccine injury act which by the way i have a family member who could have taken advantage of that but they could not prove and this is my grandnephew so my brother's daughter had a grandnephew who took a routine mmr vaccine and he died two weeks later It was obviously the result of the vaccine, but because the burden of proof to collect uh, any type of compensation from the government for the drug companies killing your your child is so high, they couldn't prove it. They couldn't collect a dime. And most people are are in that situation. The burden of proof has to be absolutely undeniable. But there shouldn't be. I mean, we should be able to, to sue the drug companies directly. Why do taxpayers... Uh, have to foot the bill for injuries that are uh, created by the drug companies. That doesn't make any sense, Sam. Well, and in every other industry, the burden of proof is on the the business. If I make a claim uh, and say, hey, you know what, this harmed me, then we got to demonstrate that, hey, if, if, if there's a death, what caused the death is the question. Uh, and usually coroners and other people figure that out. In this case, though, what they do is they simply say, look, Unless you can definitively prove that the vaccine caused it, we're going to assume that that there was no harm, no foul here. Whereas the opposite is true in every other scenario, right? Yes. If you swallow a toy and you die, then they say, well, wait a minute. You know, the fact that you swallowed the toy killed the kid. They don't say, well, you can't prove that's what caused the death. What caused the death? Well, he couldn't breathe. Okay, well, so he couldn't breathe is the cause of death. It's not the toy. In other words, (laughs) we play games here. And we go around in circles. And in most cases, it's, it's cause and effect. It's pretty obvious in reality. The kid was healthy before the vaccine. Now the kid's dead. Hey, there's got to be something to do with this thing. But they don't link this. They've changed the way the law works to where you have to have positive evidential proof, which nine times out of ten you'll never get. Uh, most people don't even go to an 
vaccine injury compensation uh, fund or law because they don't even know that it exists. They're just like, oh, my kid died. Yeah. The doctors and uh, everybody else makes up an excuse. Oftentimes, nine times out of ten, never reports it. Uh, and, and we've created this whole, I'm not sure what ecosystem of lies that prevent us from ever really getting to the truth of the matter. We're going to talk more about this, ladies and gentlemen, because this is critical. And I want to talk more about Operation Warp Speed and Donald Trump's involvement in this. Because I'm telling you, in 1986, under one conservative President Reagan, the wheels came off. This got crazy. But now we've taken it to new heights under another conservative president, Donald Trump. Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds with Chris Carlson on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. I thought that was going to be different, Mr. Speaker, because I took President Biden at his word. I took him at his word when he said he was going to get COVID under control. Mr. Speaker, unfortunately, more Americans have died this year than last year. Under- Republican Representative Kevin McCarthy on the House floor last week shaming the president for failing on his campaign promise. And if reports out of Africa can be trusted, a new variant of COVID-19 has been detected. Nature magazine reported the new variant is out of Botswana. The World Health Organization is holding an emergency meeting today to discuss the rise of COVID-19 cases in South Africa that have been blamed on the new variant of the virus. South Africa's Minister of Health identified the new variant as B11529 and said it seems highly contagious among young people. The British government is taking no chances and announced it has started banning flights from South Africa and five other Southern African countries on Friday. USA Radio News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. So that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members, and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Here comes winter. Forecasters say a quick-hitting storm known as an Alberta clipper is forecast to bring frigid air and the first snow of the season for some across a wide portion of the country. Due to a dip in the jet stream, cold air will rush across portions of the Midwest and the Great Lakes on Friday and set the stage for stormy weather to come. People in the Dakotas, Ohio, and Michigan that are heading out for Black Friday will need to bundle up as low temperatures are forecast to dip into the teens and 20s by Friday night. Stormy weather will reach across the northern U.S. Snow is forecast from Minnesota to Illinois during the day on Saturday. Snowy and slick conditions that do develop on the roads may lead to travel issues or significant delays as the travelers continue to increase throughout the holiday weekend. Snow will continue across much of the Great Lakes region on Sunday with the steady snowfall expected across northern Michigan. 
as well as the Upper Peninsula. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. USA Radio News. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're lending quite a statement regarding Pfizer. Really a criminal enterprise in bed with your government, the FDA. Uh, On one hand, uh, putting all kinds of drugs and vaccines on the market. uh, Literally protecting themselves via all kinds of law, legislation, uh, all kinds of um, provisions and guidelines and regulations and hiding behind all that so there's no accountability or liability. Uh, and it's a fraud. It's a scam. I learned about these kind of scams in the Microsoft days when I got into computing years and years and years ago where Microsoft would partner with a company that say, we love you. We want to work with you. Your technology is incredible. And what they do is they'd partner with the company. They would uh, promote their technology for a little while. Then they would build off the backs of and the secrets of uh, the company they partnered with, a little smaller company usually. And then what they would do is they would basically steal the technology, have their own version, protect themselves from liability, jettison the tiny company that they got the uh, ideas and the technical know-how from. And then what they'd do is they'd make millions, millions and millions of dollars. And then the little company would eventually get mad and eventually go away and they'd part ways. And then eventually the little company would sue and then the little company would win a lawsuit. And everybody felt like, wow, that little company was vindicated. They were right. They sued and won. But it's pennies on the dollar. Ladies and gentlemen, Microsoft will get literally billions and pay back millions kind of stuff. Uh, sham, scam. Well, the same thing's happening here with Pfizer in bed with Big Pharma. I'm sorry, Pfizer, Big Pharma in bed with government, the FDA, uh, etc. But Pfizer, remember, we're talking about Pfizer and picking on Pfizer because they're one of the biggest ones, the largest ones. But there's really five of these large, large companies. Right, Chris? Yeah. Do you have that list? Let's see. Yeah, Pfizer is one of the five largest vaccine manufacturers, ladies and gentlemen. The five are Pfizer, I think you say it's Sanofi, Merck, GlaxoSmithKline, and Johnson & Johnson. Now, AstraZeneca is actually number 10, so there's more than just five, but those are the five largest ones. Uh, These people all have the same special treatment, ladies and gentlemen. And again, like I say, back in 1986, there was really a sea change where they created this legislation, they created the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Fund. We've already paid out $4 billion. What you have is a a secrecy rather than transparency. And what you have is a government protection of these vaccine companies so they can escape liability. Now that was one, in my opinion, sea change back in the 1980s. But the next sea change in my mind happened under the Trump administration. We're talking about Operation Warp Speed. Listen, what they're calling it is accelerated COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, And uh, they literally jettisoned all common sense. They jettisoned all safety precautions, all in the name of, quote, emergency authorization. Uh, And Donald Trump claims that it saves lives, that they're saving lives big time. See, I don't I don't see it that way. And I don't think they have evidence to that. Uh, We're starting to see more and more and more problems with the vaccines, Chris? Yeah, and I want to focus particularly on the the, the one for uh, COVID-19 for children that was recently approved. 
and I um, put together an expose and I distributed it to neighbors. And um, there's a lot of foreboding in the minds of honest-minded scientists and doctors who have done their research with the previous adult and teenage COVID-19 vaccines produced by Pfizer and Moderna and BioNTech. And so what I did, Sam, and I, I don't know if you want to do this transition right now, I basically said, I've got, to, I've got to alert my neighbors and my friends of this childhood vaccine, which I think will result in the injury and deaths of millions of Americans' children. So I put together an expose, and just like I did in February, we talked about this uh, concerning the fake pandemic, Sam. I distributed this to every house in my ward or in my church congregation, which is basically my immediate neighborhood here. And um, what I did is I cited doctors and scientists um, like uh, like Dr. Uh, Mercola, like uh, Steve Kirsch. I don't know if he's a scientist per se. Um, I also cited uh, a Dr. Brian Dressen, a Dr. Brian Brian Brittle, who are all warning us about the potential hazardous effects of this upcoming Pfizer COVID-19 children's vaccine. And uh, in it, I included, for example, uh, statements that uh, Steve Kirsch, so Steve Kirsch is the executive director of the COVID-19 Early Treatment Fund. And he was actually invited to the FDA's Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee, VRBAC. And that is the committee, Sam, uh, in the FDA that, uh, that approves or disapproves or approves for emergency use authorization or disapproves uh, the vaccines that we are now using to presumably fight COVID-19. And he compiled a list of 11 questions that he asked the panel that uh, I, th I thought my neighbors and friends and family members should know. He starts off by asking Sam, why are kids dropping like flies after getting vaccinated? If they didn't die from the vaccine, what killed them? That's the first question of 11. He goes on, Sam, how can a healthy 16-year-old die in the middle of his Zoom class meeting? And then he showed, th these are um, PowerPoint slide presentations that he's uh, showing the panel. And he, he goes on to say, he was fine 20 minutes before his doctors found nothing. Number three, why did this 15-year-old die in his sleep just two days after being vaccinated? And then number four, he says, how did you miss all of these safety signals? And here's the list of safety signals. Um, Apparently, during the um, during the trials, they they found out that 540 of their trial subjects uh, had pulmonary embolisms. 360 of their trial subjects uh, suffered from thrombosis. 118 myocarditis. 80 stroke. 72 deep vein thrombosis. I could go on. I don't want to bore you with too many details. But he goes on with 11 questions. And the panel presumably listened <clears throat> uh, inquisitively, but still that panel of 17 members uh, approved the COVID-19 childhood vaccine for ages 5 to 11 unanimously, Sam. And now our children between the ages of 5 and 11 are being injected with this experimental gene therapy. It's not even approved. And I point this out three times in this letter that I wrote. It's not approved. 
It is, uh, it's given emergency youth author- authorization just like the other vaccines that we're taking for adults. And ladies years. and gentlemen, they made a big to-do several months ago about one of the vaccines was approved. It's no longer experimental. The problem that I have with that is everybody's still been given the experimental version. They claim they don't have any available of the, quote, approved one. But now even the younger generations are getting the experimental. And my question would be, why? Was it really approved or have we been lied to with a bait and switch scenario? Have we been, okay, why would we have to have emergency approval when we already have an approved one? And especially when it comes to our children. So see, they're dodging the bullet on multiple scenarios here. Now, here's the problem that I have. Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, developed this Operation Warp Speed, which simply, you know, we've already protected these vaccine companies from liability back in 1986. But now we're giving them a special privilege under emergency authorization. There's literally nothing you can do. You can't even take advantage of the injury compensation fund when it's an experimental vaccination like this. Now, listen carefully. Donald Trump went on record saying this. 100 million people might have died without Operation Warp Speed. Okay, now he has no evidence of that whatsoever, but he made that claim suggesting it would be like the Spanish flu of 1918 and literally 100 million people might have died. Thank heavens for Operation Warp Speed. This is just double speak for the protection that Donald Trump virtually single-handedly gave them. Now you say, wait a minute, what do you mean single-handedly? Well, ladies and gentlemen, without his leadership, they could have never ever got this to go through so quickly donald trump literally um he threw the hail mary on this thing under emergency claims and ladies and gentlemen we don't have even close to emergency claims in fact more people have died from the covid and from the vaccines than before the vaccine came out so flat out lies dishonesty uh and and that's the claim though and the mainstream press just echoed the claim a couple of people said, oh, maybe not that many. But for the most part, they just doubled down, and the media echoed the claim as they doubled down and supported Operation Warp Speed, Chris. Yeah, and I make very clear that this is not a vaccine in the traditional sense. In fact, Merriam-Webster's dictionary had to change the definition of a vaccine. I think it was in well, just a few months ago. I think it was September, Sam. They, they literally changed the definition of the vaccine. I, I presume so as not to uh, run amok uh, with with lawsuits. I don't know, but it, it was unbeknownst to the vast majority of the American people that they had changed that definition because what we're being given are not vaccines, and that is clear. But most people don't even know that. They're unaware of what's being done right before their eyes, Sam. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. I am Sam Bushman. Chris Carlson with me on your radio. Recent studies show that parents who smoke in the home are more likely to have children who smoke. Yes, in fact, my brother, he's 22 now, he told me and my father that's why he started smoking. One of the reasons why he started smoking is because my dad was around, you know, and my dad, they saw my dad smoking. My dad said, okay, I don't want you to smoke. I don't want you to watch what I'm doing. Recent studies also show that in homes where parents don't smoke, their children usually don't smoke either. I am the way I am because my grandparents taught me what not to do. 
They gave me morals. They gave me belief. They gave me something to believe in. They just taught me well. I love them. <laughs> I do. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life, born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Chris Carlson and Sam Bushman on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, breaking down the covered up crimes of vaccine maker Pfizer, along with really five huge pharmaceutical companies in bed with your government on one hand and getting slapped on the back end by government, creating a Ponzi scheme like you've never seen before. They call it just another too-big-to-fail corporation, ladies and gentlemen. LouRockwell.com is the uh, location of the article. Gary G. Coles, MD, is the author. Really, Pfizer's one of the largest multinational pharmaceutical drug companies on the planet, ladies and gentlemen. And they have really experienced unprecedented special treatment and protection uh, before the law. And that's why we're going after them so hardcore. Believe it or not, Pfizer holds the record for the largest fine paid for a health care fraud lawsuit filed by the U.S. Department of Justice. So the FDA approves their drugs, then later big old fraudulent claims. But they paid $2.3 billion in fines, penalties, and settlements relating to marketing claims. So they're going to get them on marketing claims, not the safeness or the effectiveness of the drugs. You see how that works? Partner with them, make big, big money, and then on the back end, slap them with a, well, you didn't market this thing properly. That's your only foul here. The rest is fine. That's the big circle lie. Pfizer's one of the five largest vaccine manufacturers as well, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Operation Warp Speed is when we really took this to new heights, new levels. Accelerated COVID-19 vaccines skipped all the checks and balances that we really have in place, which are far fewer than we ever had in place before 1986 when Ronald Reagan, another conservative president, slam-dunked and created the Vaccine Injury Compensation Fund and laws that protect and shield vaccine and big pharma companies from liability, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Donald Trump said 100 million people might have died without Operation Warp Speed. He's up in the night crazy, claims that without evidence. Nevertheless, it gets worse. And you say, well, why are you guys hitting so hard on this? Well, I'll tell you why. Because this is not about to end. Okay, if it was Warp Speed for a vaccine and we really solved the problem of the illness, that might be one discussion. 
But all we've done now is created a greater likelihood of injury and death from the vaccines. More people have died now since the vaccines have come out uh, than before. It's serious business, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because now you've got vaccine deaths and you've got basically, uh, in my opinion, two experimental realities. One, the experiment when they released the COVID in the first place. And then now the vaccines, really two bioweapons. What do you want? Do you want the virus or the vaccines or both? Right? I mean, it's insanity. But here's the deal. If it was really over, if we had really nipped it in the bud and stopped it, it would be one thing. But all we've done is created this scenario where now they say, look, you're never going to get rid of corona. It's going to be like the flu. You're going to have to, to be, quote, fully vaccinated. That's an interesting term. You're going to have to go ahead and take the vaccine over and over and over. It's only good for about four to six months. So two, three times a year, get your flu, get your COVID, get your whatever shots, ladies and gentlemen. And now they continue because the, the, the virus morphs and changes and mutates or whatever you want to call it. So here's the latest headline from the Epic Times that says this. New CCP virus variant detected in South Africa sparks travel bans by Israel and the U.K., so, see, they're just getting started. This will never go away. It'll be a cash cow for these companies that have incredible protection and liability and partner with the government to literally fleece the people of money and create all kinds of injury and harm. And what the effects of this experimental vaccine will do, we don't even know to this point. But don't worry, Donald claimed in the news that it would, it'll save us. Well, over 100 million people might have died if we didn't have Operation Warp Speed. These are the lies that they'll go to the extent to tell uh, to cover up their tracks on this one. Chris? Here's the thing, Sam. Once he puts his hat in the ring uh, to run for the 2024 presidential election, everybody's going to gloss over that. They're going to say, well, yeah, nobody's perfect. That's, that's one of the most insidious statements I hear from people's mouths that support conservatism. Nobody's perfect. Well, that's a deal breaker for me, Sam. That is, that is a huge gap in his credibility and his integrity. So, yeah. But here's the thing. The, most of the deaths, I believe, and I've got a statistic here that I'm going to read from Public Health Scotland. Uh, they say the latest official public health data, and this is a, a, a government agency, by the way. This is not just some uh, watch, watchdog group. The latest official public health data shows that the fully vaccinated accounted for 83% of COVID-19 deaths. Fully vaccinated uh, accounting for 83% of COVID-19 deaths in the past four weeks, whilst also accounting for 72% of COVID-19 hospitalizations. That's from Scotland. And I can cite statistic after statistic after statistic that proves that the vaccines are causing more injuries and deaths than the virus itself. And we've, we've known that for a while now. Yet the media is so powerful and, and people are so addicted to the mainstream media. Even Fox News is reporting that the surges are the result of the virus rather than the vaccine. When we should know, you, if you just scratch a little bit below the surface, Sam, you can do the research. If I can do it, if you can do it, anybody can do it. Well, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And we see deaths continuing, right? But here's the deal. I don't know if you know, but there's, according to the United States um, statistics right now, there's 48,091,000 people that have been tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, what's that? About one-sixth of America, right? One-seventh? Nope. It all depends on how you count the numbers. <clears throat> okay. But understand that only 775,000 have died. Well, we were at 700,000 a long time ago. Only 75,000 since then?
Well, uh, here's the deal. All the deaths that are caused by the vaccine uh, or otherwise, they're now claiming they're not COVID deaths. So at first, every death was a COVID death. Now, most deaths, even if they are a COVID vaccine death, aren't being counted, Chris. Exactly. Yeah. So we got to challenge these numbers big time. They don't count you. If you take the vaccine and you die within 14 days, you died of the virus. You didn't die of the vaccine because they don't consider the vaccine fully effective until after 14 days of having taken it. And if you let it lapse, you know, uh, every they want you to take a booster after every six months. If you let um, your original two vaccines uh, lapse and it's past that six-month period and you die as a result of the vaccines that you took a little over six months ago, that's not a vaccine death. That is a, a virus death, according to the CDC. Now, I listen to this, these statistics just to kind of make the point. I challenge their numbers big time. Utah has 589,000 people that have uh, tested positive for the coronavirus since the beginning. And they have 3,470 deaths, okay? Maryland has 5,500. 580,000, so 9,000 less, right, tested positive. But they have 11,000 deaths, well over triple. you got to ask why. Arkansas has 525,000, so literally over 60,000 less. But they have 8,000 deaths, literally almost four, or, or, well, at least two and a half times. How come? Iowa, 518,000, so literally 65,000 less, but they have 7,000 deaths. Mississippi, 512,000, so way less than Utah, 512 to 589,000, but they have 10,000 deaths over triple. Why? It's insane. When you dig into it, you go, what? Now look at Nevada, 454,000, so 100,000 plus, 120,000 less, but... 7,900, well over double the deaths. I mean, it just goes on and on. Yeah, you got Connecticut, 416,000, so almost 150,000 less than Utah, and 8,000 deaths, well over double. I mean, it's just insane when you look at the numbers, and no one's asking why. No one's asking what the difference is. No one's really digging into this, but they ought to be. Because you could yeah, find I, a solution in those numbers if the numbers are even real in the first place, which I don't, I don't accept, but I'm just saying. So we, we've got all kinds of problems with this, and the sad part is that more and more evidence is being clearly identified showing the vaccines aren't safe and effective, and we really got here based on a big lie and a big money racket, a big scam where the government partnered with these companies. And you got to ask at the end of the day, why? What do they accomplish from it? And I think you're going to see sickness in America like you've never seen and around the world like you've never seen before as really a cause and effect of these vaccine experiments that they'll never admit to, Chris. And one of the glaring omissions, and this goes back to the very beginning, Sam, when this um, quote-unquote pandemic started, they never talked about the immune system. They didn't talk about uh, administering zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D3, getting exercise, getting fresh air, getting sunshine. All these things they continue to um, omit from the potential cure for this. And I believe it's a pandemic. You know, I was never one of those people that said, well, you know, it's all fake. It's all driven by the media because I got it. You got it. My wife got it. Many family members got it. But our approach to 
um, to solving the problem was to me the opposite of what we should have done. And we're continuing to do that. We're, we're driving this. And, and here's the irony about it. And I'll read word for word what I wrote in this expose that I gave to all of my neighbors. Um, it's about the abortion issue. Oh, here it is. Okay, sorry, I'm taking a little longer than I thought. Um, okay, I find it strangely ironic that the same FDA that disapproved the swine flu vaccine in 1976 because it killed 26 people is ignoring the estimated 300,000 people we now, uh, who have now died as a result of the COVID-19 experimental mRNA gene therapy. I also find it ironic that the same two political parties who have been unified in the protection of the abortion industry's murder of over 62 million innocent babies in their mother's wombs over the last 47 years are now unified in their concern about the health and welfare of 5 to 11-year-old children who just a few years previously could have been legally murdered in their mother's wombs without the least concern by a politician or bureaucrat. Something doesn't add up here, Sam. There's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. There's an agenda afoot. I don't think we'll even understand the complete gravity of the situation and or the huge scope of the problem we've created in our experimentations, all in the name of emergency, all in the name of why don't we turn to God Almighty? Why are we turning to big pharma companies? Why don't we turn to God as a nation and repent? Why don't we turn to God as a nation and stand for pro-life in a real sense? Why don't we work on uh, promoting God, family, and country? Why don't we work on turning together as a society and having trust and faith and service and love and kindness? Love the Lord thy God and love thy neighbor as thyself is the commandment we've been given. That doesn't mean shun your neighbor because they have the COVID. That doesn't mean, okay, we can conquer these things but we're going about it all wrong is the point and i fear not because of the covid i fear because of what we've done in the name of covid and the repercussions from all aspects economy health societal norms i mean it goes right on down the list i fear for what we've done in the name of covid ladies and gentlemen we thought would expose this reality for you to consider study hard gain knowledge knowledge shall set us free the truth shall set us free final words yours chris sam without god we can never win with god we can never lose the battle for freedom is the lord's but we need to be engaged in the fight lieutenant carlson and liberty loving americans everywhere continuing our duty sir and for chris and sam we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic of the united states of america the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for November the 26th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our two of two in the goal always. 
to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot of work, don't we? We need your help. We need your funding. We need your support in every way possible. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. It is, of course, a freedom-loving, fantastic, we're taking America back. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time, Faith-Filled Friday. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. We spent the first hour with Chris Carlson, ladies and gentlemen, talking about the covered-up crimes of vaccine makers. Incredible article in LewRockwell.com. Uh, the article is written by Gary G. Coles, a medical doctor, talking about Pfizer's one of the largest multinational pharmaceutical drugs and vaccine companies in the world, and they've been facing hundreds of thousands of lawsuits and dollars in lawsuits, and, well, Pfizer holds the record for the largest fine paid out regarding fraud. Uh, fraudulent illegal marketing claims, literally $2.3 billion. It's kind of a racket between government. The FDA approves drugs, backs these pharmaceutical companies. The Congress and the presidents and everybody else creates this special privilege uh, where they don't have liability or accountability uh, and uh, or transparency. And then, hey, when it all goes wrong, the government, on the other hand, sues. So the FDA licenses and supports. Then the Justice Department sues, and they create a racket where the pharmaceutical companies in bed with government make a ton of money. And then in the back end, they get some of it back, creating this illusion of accountability. It's a racket. It's a lie. And it's got to stop. Pfizer is one of the five largest vaccine manufacturers in the world. And uh, when we talk about Pfizer, we're really talking about all these companies. Pfizer is just one of the most glaring examples. We're talking about Operation Warp Speed, accelerated COVID-19 vaccine and an emergency authorization. It's been disaster, and it's getting worse by the day. Donald Trump, quote, 100 million people might have died without Operation Warp, Speedy claims. It's a disaster, <clears throat> and it continues to get worse by the day. That's what we spent our time on the first hour. Why do I say that? Because it baits the discussion for the second hour. Now I've got the gun psychiatrist with me, and he created a website called getexempt.org. Thegunsci.com is his website uh, if you want to learn more about him and what's going on with the other work that he's involved in. But for now, I think Hour 1 sets the stage for Hour 2. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Hey, Sam. Thanks for having me back, brother. It's good to, uh, it's good to hear your voice again, and uh, good to be back on the uh, old radio show here. Man, there's so much to talk about, but head or uh, I'm sorry, hashtag get exempt is really the topic of today's discussion. Yes, sir, it is. Um, you know, here a while back, uh, I, I would say when you know it's funny you mentioned Operation Warp Speed. Um, I am a defense contractor. Uh, I work in Alabama uh, for the Department of Defense. Not directly through the Department of Defense, but through a contractor that holds a contract for a uh, a large uh, installation down in this area. And um, you know, as soon as Operation Warp Speed came out, um, I was saying from day one, "Oh, they're going to make it mandatory, or else you're not going to have a job." Um, I was hoping that I was going to be wrong on that, but uh, to no surprise, as soon as um, President Joe Biden was elected to office. Uh, I think back in March we started seeing these jabber job discussions pop up, 
with the uh, formation of the COVID task force or his COVID task force. And uh, that brought us to August when they dropped the first uh, inkling of what we're going to look at as far as Jabber Job goes. And, you know, the prayer and everything else, God put it on my heart to launch the site because there are probably hundreds of thousands of Americans, if not millions of Americans, that do not realize that they, under the law, are allowed an exemption, either via religious means or medical means, to this vaccine. And so getexempt.org is just that. It's to help you draft your own exemption to submit to your employer and get exempt from these you know, unconstitutional mandates is what they're shaping out to be, at least in the Sixth Circuit. Let's hope that there's a good ruling on that. All right, let's talk about this because, you know what, folks, get getexempt.org is the website, hashtag getexempt. Uh, and it's something that's very convoluted for people to understand. And it's convoluted only because of the way they played games with the law. Uh, in the early vaccine days, getting an exemption was very easy. All you had to say is, I don't want to take one. And they respected your God-given right of agency not to have a vaccine but as time went on the vaccine manufacturers in bed with government have literally created this forced tyranny where they're like hey we're going to force vaccines on people and then over time they've eked out all kinds of exemptions or ways to circumvent it to use their agency to not have a vaccine and the more abusive government gets and the more abusive government is in bed with giving special privilege to these massive vaccine creating corporations um the more the exemption became a thing and then as exemptions became a thing they tried they said look i'll have a religious exemption well i'll have a conscientious objector exemption i'll have a health concern uh exemption and so there became a lot of of exemptions well now over time what the government's doing is basically saying look we don't accept your exemption we're not going to accept that. And whether it be state, federal, there's all kinds of overlapping laws uh, that relate to this. Uh, and it changes by the minute, l- literally. And that's kind of why it's yeah. so complex, right, Kevin? Uh, very, very true. And, you know, specifically, and I would say in the past that, you know, no one's really heard of these exemptions because they weren't that big of a deal, like you were saying. But um, now with this, with this experimental vaccine, Um, There's a lot of people that are looking at it, number one, um, for the sole aspect of abortion. Uh, The Moderna and Pfizer vaccines were both tested on aborted fetal cell lines to test their efficacy. And the uh, Johnson & Johnson actually uses aborted fetal tissue, uh, which comes from the uh, HEK-293 cell line. It was uh, from an aborted fetus back in the 70s. It's a human embryonic kidney, and that that fetal cell line is contained in the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So for folks like me that do not support abortion, um, that don't want anything to do with abortion, that don't want to defile our bodies with abortion, um, that gives us a basis to craft an exemption. The problem is what we're starting to see now with this Biden administration uh, is that they are becoming very hostile towards – people with religious beliefs that may just not want this vaccine for that very reason or whatever reason they don't want it for. Uh, Specifically, the COVID task force has been, um, they've had a suit against them by uh, attorney Mike Yoder recently in the last probably, I think 
four weeks ago, he launched the suit called uh, Church versus Biden, uh, where the COVID task force was explicitly trying to um, go on a fishing expedition for information about people's religious beliefs and medical beliefs so they can turn around at a later time and issue blanket denials. And they, they're, they're – literally they are trying to get arguments from people right now, especially on the, the federal contractor force, of how to deny people with their own religious beliefs, and it's absolutely egregious. Luckily, there's a lawsuit against that. Um, last we heard is the D.C. judge had slapped a uh, 14-day TRO uh, and granted that, but the uh, Biden administration had rebutted back with like a 321-page argument, um, basically <laughs> – Citing wildly enough, citing hostility against Christianity in that in that argument, uh, it, really right now it's just it's just absolutely insane. Uh, the the absolute lawlessness, you know, you had the Fifth Circuit decision that put a uh, temporary stay on the uh, OSHA mandate, and uh, the Biden administration has just told people just ignore the courts, uh, just just keep pushing forth with it. I mean, this is crazy, Sam. This is crazy, Sam. But here, here's the point is what we do, you know, a lot of the content on um, Get Exempt is linked to other people or government documents, what have you. And uh, we're just a resource to help you formulate your religious exemption, but also give you more detailed information so you can defend your positions. And that's the biggest thing, you know. We've seen religious exemptions in the past for whatever reason. However, never in history have they called into question people's religious beliefs and exemption um, like they are doing now, and, and with hostility they are doing it. So you know, if you're one of those that's going to submit a religious exemption, you need to be ready to stand your ground and defend your, defend your case, and that's what Get Exempt seeks to do is, is just help strengthen God's people, help strengthen their cases. And, uh, you know, help them hopefully get a successful exemption from this uh, vaccine mandate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a huge topic, and we're going to dig into it a little bit more because there's all <laughs> kinds of uh, exemptions. Uh, but they're literally pushing to make any exemption you may have null and void. That's really the push of your government. It's getting way worse, though, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Thanksgiving. Here's your mask, for example. We're going to talk a little bit more about this as the broadcast continues with the gun psychiatrist. Uh, and we're going to talk about what this all means. Happy Thanksgiving. Here's your mask. You say, what are you saying, Sam? California County issues home mask mandate just days before Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll tell you about it in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the battle's on. You're in the thick of it, whether you like it or not. The gun psychiatrist and Sam Bushman in seconds on your radio. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. 
With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, the gun psychiatrist on your radio, talking about get the virus. Well, that's what's happening to those who are getting vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen, over and over and over. Headline now says fully vaccinated Brian Adams. You know the cunt, or the singer, the rock star? Fully vaccinated Brian Adams <laughs> has his second COVID diagnosis in a month. Now, I'm not mocking this, ladies and gentlemen. It's a tragedy. Poor Brian. What a sad scenario. But that's what's going on when you get the vaccinations, ladies and gentlemen. People are getting sicker and sicker and sicker, and they're lying. So get the vaccination. Not. Get exempt. That's what we're talking about. Getexempt.org. The gun psychiatrist with me. And the battle's on. So the headline says, Happy Thanksgiving. Here's your mask. Um, I guess the county in California literally want you to wear masks in your house. I kid you not, uh, Western Journal with the piece. Um, they say one Thanksgiving tradition is with the person designated to carve the turkey. Now Santa Cruz County, ladies and gentlemen, wants you to wear a mask indoors. Yeah, they've got an indoor mask mandate that includes private homes, according to the San Jose Mercury News. So they want to have a, you know, one designated carve the turkey, the other one designated hand out the masks. And you say, what? Um, how would they do that, you say to yourself? Well, what they want to do is they want to have a snitch on your neighbor plan. I don't know if you know about that, but the latest FBI tweet asks Americans to snitch on their dinner guests if they're not properly masked even inside your home this is the level this is um gone to now what do you think about that ladies and gentlemen what do you think about that to the gun psychiatrist huh all right is the gun psychiatrist with us still and this is what people need to realize and and i remember doing your show i think it was a little over a year ago 
where I came on and I talked specifically about masks from at least my perspective and my experience when I was in the military. And, you know, I used to train um, chemical CBRN to troops that were about to go overseas. And, and, you know, when you're in a chemical suit trying to protect yourself, whether it be it from biological warfare or chemical warfare, you have to rely on a positive seal. That's how you keep things out. And the, the gas masks that we wear to protect from, be it biologicals or chemicals, they, they are specially filtered gas masks that will keep those things out because the particles, especially with biological warfare and viruses, the particle size of these things are tiny. They're actually so small that a mask is not going to do anything. There's no, oh, well, it could reduce the chance of, of transmission by just 5%. There's none of that. That doesn't exist. That's a, it's a canard. It's a fallacy. So, you know, especially, in, and I see people around town, they'll have a big old massive beard, you know, that's about 8, 10 inches long, and they're wearing that mask covered. It's not going to do anything for them. I mean, most masks, Sam, you, you could you could blow smoke through them, and, and a particle of smoke is one micron, where a virus is, is, you know, a tenth of that size. So the masks really don't do anything. This is just an attempt at mass psychosis and mass compliance, um, controlling people through a means and mechanism of fear. Um, that's all this has ever been, and the way we stop this madness is by learning the power of no, to say no. And everywhere around the world, whether it's a mass mandate or a vaccine mandate or a vaccine passport, when people stand up collectively together and say no, they back off because these are probes. This is incrementalism, and it's on, on full display. They will incrementally push. Remember? 15 days just to flatten the curve, Sam. Two years later, here we are. And they're probably about to do new lockdowns again. Just and two years later, news. ladies and gentlemen, in California, you literally have Santa Cruz County, California, saying yeah. you got to wear masks in your house. And you say, well, how would they ever know if we do that? Ladies and gentlemen, they're having, you know what, rat on your neighbor plans. You're literally going to start yeah. getting neighbors with binoculars watching and waiting just to bust you. Happy Thanksgiving, here's your mask. Now the FBI literally, an FBI Thanksgiving Day tweet asks Americans to snitch on their dinner guests. What kind of a society have we turned into now, ladies and gentlemen? Talk about divide and conquer. Divide and conquer, and I would submit that we're, we're entering very close to what Nazi Germany looked like when it, when it started to collapse. Um, you know, the 10 stages of genocide are, I think, in full active play right now because really over this jab mandate. Um, you know, the, the unvaccinated are becoming a, a subclass, whereas the vaccinated are just being, you know, put on an altar above all else. And that, that's where the danger really lies, Sam. Getting exempt is one of the great keys, ladies and gentlemen. What you got to do is learn the law. What you got to do is partner with those who are truly trying to stand up uh, for your rights. The gun psychiatrist has put together a website called getexempt.org to help you navigate this controversy and complicated uh, and ever increasingly complicated uh, discussion right now. Wow. So Brian Adams, a, second COVID diagnosis at, in a month. Brian Adams, fully vaccinated, two diagnoses of COVID in a single month. It's almost like the vaccine is forcing the COVID to hang around, isn't it? 
Oh yeah, and you know that that's that's nothing new. There was uh, um, some studies that were recently published, that were peer-reviewed studies that that got published in some prestigious medical journals, saying that you know people that are double and triple jabbed are more likely to spread the virus than those that aren't. Um, and and this is now th- this is what happens with an experimental vaccine because there were no long-term studies done. There were no long-term trials done. You know, the standard, I think about a minimum is about 10 years for any type of a vaccine. Um, None of this was done. So we really don't know what the long-term side effects of this vaccine are going to be, number one. Number two, you look at all the nations right now. Um, I, I was looking at a study the other day that was done on several Western countries, including Israel, that are, you know, it, it almost within the 90 percentile of vaccinated, and they have the most emergency room visits. They have the highest transmission in cases, um, and they're having the highest level of adverse events, which include heart attacks, myocarditis, um, you know, ADE is starting to resurface, and no one can seem to figure out why. I think there was an NPR article about a month ago that came out about this. Like, what's going on in these hospitals? All these weird cases of, of just odd viruses and, and health conditions. Um, you know, we have 16-year-olds that are collapsing with heart attacks. I, I just wonder what is causing all this. Hmm. Me too. I wonder what's causing it all. Maybe it's but if you bring up, if you bring up any of that, though, they just say you're a terrorist. Well, yeah. I, they, I mean, uh, you know, that they won't even acknowledge that what you have to say has some validity no. or, or even worth consideration, right? No, a- absolutely. And and you know, this is this is a the thing. They're they're clearly rege- science is not a one-sided debate. You know, and, and I'm not anti-science. I'm not anti-vaccine. However, science is not a one-sided debate. It's not the uh uh what Tony Fauci says goes. That that's not science. Science is objection. It's objectionable. You, you know, okay, well, we're going to say this is the science, and then other scientists are allowed to weigh in and say, well, hold on, this doesn't make sense. Let's look at it. You know, that's not happening right now. It's just turned into, science has turned into a narrative, Sam. It, it's just a narrative I'm, of what the establishment says. And, and anything that's counter to that narrative is, is just conspiracy. I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, last hour that the new CCP virus, that's the Communist Party virus, right? The China Communist Party virus. Uh, There's a new variant detected in South Africa. It's sparking travel bans by the U.K. and Israel. The Epic Times with that piece. Uh Now I just went to my mainstream press news organization in Utah, and the headline says Dow drops 800 points in open as new COVID-19 variant emerges. So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it's never going to end. That's the problem never. with this is they, they're going to use this to control all of us. Will yeah. enough Americans stand no, up and say we're not going to take it, or will we just cave and buckle? What do you expect to happen? And I'll submit we'll just cave and buckle, Sam, because and, – and look, I don't want to admonish anybody if, if you find – uh, through your own research that you're a candidate for this vaccine and you want to go out and take it, you know, God bless you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to admonish anybody that wants to do that because this is your health rights and your health freedoms. And if you feel that that is the best move for you and your family, um, you know, you have that right. But we, we, we all want to be able to. Side, 
We all want to have the right to choose what we think is best for our own bodies, right? And our loved ones. The gun psychiatrist and Sam Bushman back in seconds. Get exempt.org. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Democrat representative from California, Mark Takano, the leader of a five-member congressional delegation to Taiwan, praised the island as a force for good during the meeting with President Tsai Ing-wen on Friday. U.S. stock futures dropped in early morning trading Friday as investors prepared for a shortened trading day and COVID fears from a new variant found in South Africa. Futures for the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 794 points overnight. As a new COVID-19 variant is being reported in Africa, the executive director at the WHO, Dr. Mike Ryan, talks about the new variants and how they emerge. When you use a drug, there's loads of virus in the system because the person is very sick. And now you introduce the drug into the body and there are trillions of viruses. And amongst those trillions of viruses, there may be one or two that have some resistance to the, the drug. USA Radio News. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to health care. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes health care affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to LightYourLiberty.com. That's LightYourLiberty.com. Just in time for Christmas, Mike Lindell has dropped the price of the standard classic MyPillow, regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now, queen and king size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow with you anywhere. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give MyPillow for Christmas. Missing FedEx packages numbering in the hundreds have been found. Law enforcement officials in Alabama are investigating the discovery of several hundred FedEx packages that apparently had been dumped in a ravine. According to the Blount County Sheriff's Office, an estimated 300 to 400 boxes were found on private property in a rural area near the town of Hayden, just north of Birmingham. Authorities saying it appears the packages had been left there within the last 24 hours. Crews from FedEx returning to the site on Thursday to retrieve the packages. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Black Friday is upon us, and if you've been holding off on your holiday shopping in the hopes of scoring some great discounts, now's your chance. All your major online retailers will have deals to no end, but don't forget to take time and drive around town and check out what the businesses in your community are doing. Small business in America could use your support at this time in our recovery from the pandemic. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So it's very, very concerning in America. It's Sam Bushman of the Gun Psychiatrist on your radio. GetExempt.org is the website. I know the mainstream press is saying get the vaccine, but we're saying getexempt.org. 
Um, this is serious business, ladies and gentlemen. They really want you to rat on your neighbor. They're ratcheting us up to the umph degree. Now they say the Dow drops 800 points as COVID-19 new variant emerges emerges from South Africa. Um, now data from Israel shows COVID infection risk doubles 90 days after the jab, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business, folks. And you know what? It's a very complicated scenario, but we want folks to stand up. We want people to push for and get exemptions uh, because, you know what? Everybody should be able to get an exemption just based on their rights, their choice. And back in the day when vaccines first were around, that was the case. People could just simply say, I don't want to take one, and that would be good enough. Then it became, well, no, you got to have a religious exemption. Oh, no, you got to have a conscientious objector exemption. Oh, no, you got to have it. And, and now we have all these exemptions. But now what they're doing is jettisoning the exemptions. Saying, well, you know what, if you're a member of, for example, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a Mormon, hey, the church won't back your religious exemption if you want one. Uh, so now you got to basically just talk about your personal beliefs. Uh, the conscientious objector, they say you don't have a right to your own conscience. This is a serious, serious violation. Uh, the conscientious objector or the religious organization, you know, oftentimes they're saying, hey, you know what, I'm objecting because these Vaccines are made with baby body tissue. Murdered babies' tissue are used in these vaccines. And they say, oh, not in ours, not in ours. Well, Johnson & Johnson's clear, yes, so. The answer is yes. In the other ones, though, we don't know it's so vague, but a whistleblower came forward uh, from, I think, Pfizer, one of these big groups, and said, you know what? There's a lot of secrecy around this. There's more baby body tissue involved than you think there is. And so we go back and forth on these exemptions. But do you have a right to choose? Back in the day, the liberals said when it was murdering babies, my body, my choice. Uh, now they're not so quick to that discussion. But ladies and gentlemen, our goal is to arm you with the information that you need to go ahead and get exempt.org. Our goal is to give you information uh, to help you. And as you mentioned uh, gun psychiatrist that the website literally points you to all kinds of organizations to get guidance one of the greatest organizations involved is liberty council right absolutely and uh you know I, i've been staying in touch with the um with the folks down there at liberty council and they are swamped right now um so they currently right now at this time they're not taking on any new cases however that doesn't mean that they'll be able to take some on the future but you mentioned something really important right there that a lot of people need to understand, and, and whether you're um, a, a member of the Church of um, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or you're a Catholic or you're a Christian or you're a Baptist, none of what your head religion says has to apply to you. This is a critical point because in order to get an exemption, under the law, you have to have sincerely held religious beliefs, and it doesn't say your, your religion sincerely held b religious beliefs. It pertains to what yours are. So that, that's a critical point. So even if you're a church or your bishop or um, your, your pastor or your stake or what, what, whatever, it doesn't matter what they are saying you need to do. It matters what your sincerely held religious beliefs are. You don't need to submit a letter from your pastor. Exempting you from this vaccine. Now, many people have if, if their pastors are doing those, but you don't need to submit that. And, you know, another thing for folks to understand is that your request cannot cause undue hardship on the company. 
Um, and really, this is where we are trying to understand what the law says and where to go from here, because it seems that if you submit the religious exemption, they want you to go and get tested. And I think the, the thing of importance to remind everybody of here is what the law has to say about emergency use authorized products. And under the EUA law, you can find in uh, Chapter 9, Title 21 of the United States Code and subsection 360-BBB-E, 3E. So under this law, it basically says, okay, well, when we grant an EUA authorization to a product, be that a, a medical product, a test, uh, a mask, because all the masks have an EUA approval, um, or a, a test or anything pertaining to medical stuff. You have Ladies to have the option to accept or refuse administration of that product. So these vaccines, you know, they're saying they have the community, which is the approved vaccine. But the problem with the community is, is that community is not available right now until probably about 2025. It isn't even in production. And, and recent Pfizer documents just came out indicating that on November 14th. They said right there in, in correspondence to the FDA that there is no approved FDA-approved vaccine in the United States right now. Um, some of the things we've been seeing with this is uh, at our base, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, who is the Army flight surgeon for Fort Rucker, Alabama, um, she has found instances where the United States Army has been vaccinating troops and indicating that they got community on their vaccination when they really got Moderna. Right, row. That's that's a problem because now they're having to go back and change that um, because this is this is fraud at the highest degree. And the Biden administration knows that what they're doing is against the law. And a lot of these laws, especially the EUA law, was derived from the Nuremberg Code, which we know is where you know we charge Nazi doctors with the medical experimentation. And that Nuremberg Code um, gave us what is ethical and what isn't. But however, when you submit this exemption, you're going to be subjected to testing. In a lot of workplaces, and this uh, testing can be quite invasive at times, depending on which test they pick. But the problem is, is all of the tests that the FDA has approved, which they call uh, nucleic acid amplification tests, they call the NATS test, and that includes the PCR, the CRISPR. The, there's various different tests out there. There's about 200 different tests. They're all approved under EUA approval. There's no fully licensed. FDA approved tests then. So that's a problem. So you're going to force people, and, and the Biden administration is essentially forcing employers to violate the law to make people get tested for a political agenda. And what's that agenda? Well, I submit they keep saying a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Um, how else do you prove a pandemic of the unvaccinated other than isolate those who refuse to take the vaccine and then test them with bogus PCR tests that you can control the, the values? What do, what do I mean by that? Well, we know from Florida back last summer, 100% um, of labs were testing 100% positive for everybody tested. And Ron DeSantis went through and said, hold on, what's going on here? But it turns out they were running these PTR, uh, PCR tests at 40 to 50 cycles, which anything's going to test positive. You can literally prove Buddhism to be real with a PCR test because 
everything starts looking like it's a part of the same thing. It's gonna, it's just going to find everything. Um, when you run the test at a cycle threshold, according to doctors, at about seven to ten cycles, you can get really accurate results. But that's not what they're doing, and even Anthony Fauci is suggesting to run those at about 33. So our biggest fear right now is that people are going to be sitting at home perfectly healthy, never to test negative again. Thus, there you have your political narrative of pandemic of the unvaccinated. Um, and while that seems fearful to submit to a uh, religious exemption, I still encourage people to do it because these are being challenged on all fronts. And we are trying to challenge um, the force protection guidelines put out by the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, um, because what we are seeing at Fort Rucker is some people are getting some exemptions approved. The various contractors at our base, and, and this is going to really apply DOD-wide, so whether you're in Cheyenne, Wyoming, or um, Fort Rucker, Alabama, or wherever you might be, the employers are approving the vaccines, but they are or not the vaccine, but the vaccine exemptions. However, they're sending them to the bases general where they're sitting on their desk. And the problem is, is the general under the UCMJ has the right to deny or approve anybody to access his base. So you're not going to get fired. You might just not be able to access base so you can go to work. Yeah, then they'll and, say and you don't show up to work. Well, right? no, and a lot of people are not even being fired. They're just saying, well, we're, you know, like in the case of uh, Flowers Hospital and here in, in Dothan, Alabama, um, those employees that submitted religious exemptions were put on a voluntary unpaid leave. <laughs> N nothing like being forced to volunteer for unpaid leave, right? Yeah, you want to volunteer to not be paid. Most people do that, right? Yes. So Th think about the issue that, that we're you volunteer to not be paid. <laughs> yeah, volunteer to not be paid. All right, ladies and back. gentlemen, it's psychotic. It's going on, and, and I want to be very clear about this. Not only are the tests not approved, they're not uh, accurate. Um, the vaccine's not approved. It's under emergency authorization. But it gets worse because they don't even know how many antibodies you need to be protected. They say more antibodies is good, but what does that mean? No one has answers. Quick pause. Liberty Roundtable Live. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. 
but nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to the gun psychiatrist. We're talking about getexempt.com, an incredible website, just chuck full of educational information, pointing you to attorneys that can help you, pointing you to organizations that are making a difference, incredible FAQs, uh, and more uh, sample letters to get exempt that you can use and modify to your own needs. Research is the key, ladies and gentlemen. Getexempt.org, the website. And now you guys are also bringing forth a lawsuit. Uh, they are planning to bring forth a lawsuit to challenge the recent tidal wave of overreaching jab or job, if you will, executive orders uh, that apply to federal contractors, etc. Many of them uh, are lawsuits out there, but not a lot of them really deal with the actual paperwork. Okay, so they're saying, hey, I have the right to be exempt. I have this, I have that. But you guys are literally digging down in your lawsuit, talking about the paperwork and the forms being used to force an experimental jab uh, on employees well, or on people who, I guess, voluntarily choose not to be paid and not go to work, right? Well, not, not only that, Sam, but, you know, it, it, it needs to be understood that right now, okay, you have the, the case in the Sixth Circuit that got taken up. And that's on the OSHA mandate. There's other executive orders that apply to other things. However, each is its own lawsuit from the way I understand this. And what we seek to challenge is the uh, force protection guidelines set down by the Secretary of Defense, which is different from the OSHA mandate. Um, so each of these are being challenged, and, and everyday things change as, as suits go through uh, litigation and stuff like that. So simply ours is this. We want to ask a judge – how does the EUA law apply, and what does that mean? Uh, is is this illegal for them to require this according to federal law? And you know that's like saying, okay, well the speed limit's 55, and you did 60. You go before a judge, and the judge says, okay, well the speed limit's 55. The cop says, I have evidence against you that says the speed limit you were doing was 60. Okay, well you're guilty, plain and simple. Um, you know, so this is what we want to ask, and you know specifically. <laughs> We need to do something now before it's too late, and this is why we're trying to get our ducks in a row. But the reason I wanted to come on your show today is because the the attorney that is helping us do this is uh, probably well-known to this show, uh, Larry B. Kraft. He's a constitutional attorney. He's been around for a long time. I don't think there's no introduction needed, but we need people, and, and per Larry, we need probably about 50 plaintiffs. And if not plaintiffs, we need some supporters to take this suit to court. You know, I'm willing to put down my own money to do this, but we also need people. We, we need funding to get this done, and this could very well affect 2 million contractors in, in the federal workforce that are subject to this uh, Defense Department uh, force protection guideline. So if you're a contractor 
and you're filing for an exemption or you haven't been approved yet or what have you, I would encourage you to go to getexempt.org, and there's a link on the site that says Take Action. And go to that Take Action page and sign up on our lawsuit form if you're interested in, in helping financially. And the thing is, Sam, you know, when, when you're talking about these lawsuits, they can get really expensive, but the more people we have, the less it's going to cost everybody. And, you know, we're hoping to go for something about 250 bucks. And, you know, a lot of defense contractors make good money, and that's a very, very minimal uh, price to pay, I think, at least for me, to at least have a 50-50 shot at this uh, because I shouldn't have to be subject to mandatory testing, nor should anybody else that doesn't want to get the vaccine. That, number one, that's discriminatory in nature. It's retaliatory, and it violates the Civil Rights Act of 1964, especially for people that have a religious accommodation approved. Um, you know, that, that's like giving someone with AIDS in your workplace, they have to do special treatment. I mean, it's illegal. It's completely illegal. Um, so they're, they're trying to break these barriers, and they're expecting people just to kind of sit back and roll over. Okay, 15 days to stop the spread. We'll put up with it. No, we, we cannot put up with this. Um, you know, and, and this could not end well for anybody. It, it could not end well for me, and, and that's fine. This, this, we're, we're talking about a lifestyle change. They can't steal my faith. They cannot, you know, end my life. Yeah, I, I might not come out of this good. I might – I don't know. But that's what we need to do is we need to stand and fight and take this in the courts and see what happens with it. Uh, and, you know, Larry has agreed to do this. Uh, as soon as we get 50 people that sign up on the lawsuit form, we're going to hold a Zoom call where Larry will brief everybody as far as the angle we're going to take because that changes consistently as litigation goes through. And uh, people will be free to ask Larry questions, and then we can go go ahead and start getting this suit together. Um, but you know, we got to do something, Sam. We got to do something. This isn't not, you know, I, I don't try to stick with politics on this. Anything. This is simply about people's ability to get an exemption, regardless of what religion you're from. And uh, it, you know, we got to do something rather than nothing. And I've counted the cost, and, and this is my line in the sand. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an example where good people are standing up and doing great things. This website, getexempt.org, really supplies a ton. I mean, I went there, and the information uh, is a little bit overwhelming. But what you got to do is just take it page by page. you got to kind of look at your specific situation, and that narrows down a lot of the information. But there's all kinds of people there, organizations that are pointed to and, and, and support tips, FAQs that will help you. Uh, but this lawsuit is important, folks. We need to not stand idly by. If the American people push back hard enough, there's no stopping our ability to call a halt to this con game. Okay? If we don't do enough, though, then they're going to have their way with us. And that's really what yeah. kind of the, the juncture we're at, right? Absolutely, Sam. You know, th- this, is, this is the new 1776, where instead of uh, fighting the king, we're fighting a medical apartheid. And... People have got to stand on their rights. There's, there's law there for a reason. There, there's all these things and checks and balances in place there for a reason, and if we do not exercise them, we're not going to have them at our disposal to use. And, you know, I, I look, I get it. I'm a, I'm a defense contractor. I'm a full-time engineering student. I have a busy life, guys. I have a really busy life. But the more I can do to help other people and in, in what little I can contribute is going to help all of us. You know, because if I bring other people up, I bring myself up. And, and, you know, so this isn't about me or anything like that. This is about the whole of us 
the workers out there that are the, the lifeblood of their families. And if we don't stand up and fight this, or or you just you don't find these rights important, I submit it's probably not going to end well uh, because the data I'm seeing. This is a pretty dangerous shot, and anybody can agree with that when they look at just simple a, a simple bears report of people taking this vaccine. And the, the last numbers I saw was 850,000 injuries reported in bears pertaining to this vaccine. And not only that, Sam, but there is some excess of 45,000 deaths, and, and that's just bears. And in a Harvard study that only reports about 1% of actual vaccine injuries. Now, it might be a little bit more now since people are starting to find out about bears, but there's also a suit in Alabama that brought to the table the fact that there's 11 different bears reporting systems out there specific to certain agencies. So Medicare and Medicaid have their own bear system, and it was showing about 40,000 deaths. So really, what is the true number from all of this? And you know, being able to access those those other VAR systems, um, they're not public. So that well, data this would have is to why, go in suits. This is why we really need to track the numbers too, because I believe in the main numbers that I quoted earlier. Uh, they're lying yep. about the numbers, about how many Absolutely. deaths. They're lying about how many people really get positive infections. The cyclical count we mentioned being a big problem, faking a lot of the numbers. Uh, anytime anybody dies, they claimed in the past that it was a COVID death, whether it was or it wasn't or anything else. Uh, we've even had witnesses being willing to testify, claiming that, hey, they were told if they'd call their death of their loved one uh, a COVID death, that people would help pay for funeral costs and other things. And this just goes on yeah. and on and on. We can't trust the numbers. But the numbers on one hand, the amount of cases and the deaths that they publish all the time, aren't counterbalanced by the numbers that we find in the uh, VARS databases. There's an equivalent database yep. for the Europeans across the pond as well, and they've got literally thousands and thousands of deaths uh, and injuries, uh, etc., uh, from women having trouble uh, with reproductive issues uh, all the way through to mm -hmm. dead babies to I mean, we go on and on and on of the adverse reactions that we see, but none of those numbers are kept up on and or reported on regularly uh, like they need to be. And this just proves the point. Why not, if they're honest and open and transparent and this is legitimate, why not report all the numbers? And Absolutely. the answer is clear because well, they want to bury It's a self-reporting system, though. That, that's the problem. This is a self-reporting system. And so a lot of time, the, high, the, the system that was held in such high regard since 1994 when it was set up was theirs. But, so it's a public. Anybody can access the information on there. And providers, healthcare providers, are supposed to submit these vaccine injuries, but the hospitals have told them not to. So that, that's another illegal thing that's going on because the government has said, hey, if you take our COVID money, you got to do what we say, and you'll be immune from suit. But self-reporting or not system, they can still report the numbers from uh, that database highlighting where we are. We have literally uh, you know, 20 to 30,000 deaths. But I think if they reported those deaths. numbers honestly and accurately, no one would want this shot. Well, of course, but and, that, in my that's, opinion, that's, that's what honesty that's what honesty and transparency would do, though, is say, listen, let's give you all the transparent information, and then y'all can make up your own mind. And so we've got a Absolutely. scenario here going on, ladies and gentlemen, where you've got to work on this. We, the people, need to stand up. And even if you're for the vaccines, ladies and gentlemen, you have that right to be for them, and we support your right to be for them. What we're asking you to do is to say, look, whether we agree or disagree on this or on taking the vaccine or not, we want you to stand up for people's rights to make their own decision. 
just as much as I'll stand up for your right to take the vaccine, I want you to stand up for our right not to take the vaccine. And I want every individual to have as much transparent information as they can get, factual details where everyone can make up their own informed decision and choose as they will. And I want to defend that God-given inalienable right to your conscience and to your agency. Absolutely. And, you know, in, even on that with vaccinated, I, I work with several contractors that have taken the vaccine, and they don't want the booster because the second round that they took almost killed them. So they, they don't want to take the booster. And, and folks, you got to understand if you think that you're going to, you know, just vaccine, get your two shots or your three shots and get out of this, it never ends. They, there's I've seen white papers published by uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and, and other foundations that seem to be surrounded uh, with this crisis right now, um, talking about they're, they're going to be vaccinating people once a month. Eventually, it's going to come down to where you're going to have to get a booster once a month. And, and right remember, now, they're saying, oh, you, it's six months and it's even four if months. Taken it, one, it never ends. Even it if you've taken ends. one or two or maybe the booster and three shots, you know what? You're three, four, whatever months out, they'll say you're not fully vaccinated. And where they're going with this is a, they're going to literally force the ability for them to determine whether you're fully vaccinated or not. And at any time, if you decide, hey, I'm not going to continue with the vaccinations for health reasons, for medical reasons, for conscientious reasons, you will, you will for no longer be reasons, fully vaccinated. You will no longer be fully vaccinated. You will be considered unvaccinated. Do you read me loud and clear? It is time to stand up and it's time to do it now. GetExempt.org is the website with a ton of resources. We're just here to help and to bring forward the information that you're not getting in your mainstream press news, ladies and gentlemen. This is news the networks refuse to use, but it's certainly news that you can use. GetExempt.org. Gun Psychiatrist, thank you, sir. We'll have you back soon. Hey, thanks again, Sam. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen, doing a phenomenal job. GetExempt.org is the website. Check it out. Chuck, full of incredible support resources for you and your family, your loved ones. I am Sam Bushman. Wow, we got a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you that right now. Have a delightful God, family, and country-style weekend, will you? LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Donate today. God save the republic.